Hey girl, and welcome to the L Potential Podcast. If you've got big dreams but don't know where to start, then this is your cue to keep listening. You've got this inner voice inside of you that is telling you that you are meant for so much more. And you're not wrong. There are 7.8 billion people in the world, and you are not meant to play small, to stay small, or to stay stuck in your current environment. My name is Brittany Tibbetts, and I am so passionate about growth and expansion. I mean so passionate that I have teamed up with a group of powerhouse women, women of all different industries, who will share their steps, because there are no secrets, on what they did to break the barriers of their past environment so they could break the mold to happen to their potential and reach that next level. And we all want you to do the same. We're cheering for you. As women, we know that we propel further faster when we support each other. So if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and follow me on my Instagram at LPotential. Now let's pivot from our doubt and into our power by curating the lives of our dreams. You know you are meant for so much more. And your time is now. What? Like it's hard? Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode here on the Owl Potential Podcast. Today, I want to jump right into a personal story about how, I mean, come on, I know you all have a family group chat that you are part of, and it blows up when it blows up, and let me tell you, because I have my notifications silenced, so when I go back and I check what is going on with my family. I am a million messages away and I have to keep scrolling to figure out what the hell is going on. So this week, my sister Sydney, she sent a message in the family chat and talked about how she was listening to a podcast that was all about manifestation, building the life that you desire. And she was like, what seeds have you planted that manifested a life of where you currently are at? So this is right up my wheelhouse. I'm so intrigued and I am like, what do you think it is? What do you notice on myself? And she's like, no, this is an exercise of reflection and you need to figure this out yourself. So I'm like, all right. So naturally I think about something that I've already experienced and I actually wrote about this in a book that was published. It was a multi-author book with 21 authors and it's about being your authentic self. It talks about how I was a dental hygienist sitting in my car and I would dream about the desire to have my own flexibility of schedule because you know as a dental hygienist you are confined to your patient schedule and you're committed to that. You don't have much flexibility throughout your day and that's something that I so badly desired that if I had an appointment I wanted to be able to go and do it and not have to worry about rescheduling a patient. And as I started to grow my real estate portfolio, I realized how important the flexibility throughout the day was to me to be able to go to those closings to acquire more properties. And yeah, I could get a POA, the power of attorney to sign for me, but I really wanted to be there. I wanted to experience every new property that I bought and that I added to my portfolio and I just felt trapped. I felt like I could not do that in the role that I was at. So Sydney asked me that question about what did I manifest? And I literally manifested transitioning from being a clinical dental hygienist, transitioning into a mentor role that allowed me more flexibility in travel. I wanted to travel so much. And so this new role allowed me to be able to do so. And then I continued to build the momentum on it. And I became an operational director. It was a very exciting time because I started to acknowledge of where I was 
and how I had so much flexibility and freedom throughout my day to be able to build the schedule that I wanted and to still, of course, be responsible and attentive to my team. But I had transitioned away from those that period that was only, you know, two years prior and where I so badly desired to be in this role where I had the flexibility. And I do not have a bachelor's degree. I don't have a master's degree. So being able to be in a leadership role where honestly it was not the most desirable candidate because I didn't have that educational background, I worked my ass off to get the experience that I needed to propel me into the position that I I now am in today. And it's definitely interesting because along the way, I had learned that if you do not ask for what you want, you will never get what you desire. And I want to say that again, because it seems like a very straightforward thing, like ask for what you want and you'll get it. But that's not always the case. You have to be relentless in your pursuit of your goals, of what it is that you desire, and to place yourself in a position where you are assertive and direct of asking for what it is that you want. And that's something that is not easy to do. I had to do that in multiple roles. I can tell you right now, oftentimes you will get taken advantage of. Many of us are people pleasers and we will keep putting the work in and we will put double the work in, triple the work in to build the momentum on our results, but we are working in a capacity or maybe even a role title that is not in alignment for the work that we currently are doing. And I say that because I was guilty of that at one point. I was working in a role where I was in a less than role title, but serving the capacity of a greater role, essentially the director role. I was running a whole affiliate, 16 practices in a specialty division, and I was not granted the title of the role that I was working in. And I stood up for myself and I fought for the role title that it was that I wanted. And it's not always about the title, but if you are putting the work in and you are showing up, if you're a young person, and I'm a young person, I always have been ahead of my age in the corporate world. It has always been a challenge where I have learned that I need to speak up for myself. And if I don't, then I will not get that respect that I deserve because if you're putting the work in then it is your due diligence to make sure that you are being compensated for the role of support that you are providing and at the end of the day a title is a title but if the expectation on you is to show up in an elevated role then you have every right to demand the title in which that you are showing up in. There is no harm, no foul in being ambitious, but where the harm and foul comes to be is when you are putting so much time, effort, and energy, everything that you can into something to make it a success and are not being recognized for the same amount of effort that you're devoting to it, right? That you're putting in. Your number one role is to be your biggest advocate. You have to stand up for yourself in order to achieve your greatest potential. And it is your due diligence to pave the way for others to follow suit behind you. I'm just gonna reflect back real quick to when I first started off in my profession in the dental industry. I was a dental hygienist and I remember sitting in on the meetings with my practice leader and I would be so timid, so shy, and so nervous to have a conversation with her. And I will never forget the one conversation where we were literally talking about my compensation and it was the most painful experience for me. I sat there, nodded my head, 
didn't ask any questions, and just couldn't wait until the meeting was over with. And if I could share one piece of advice, it would be don't be afraid to ask for what it is that you know you are worth. And it can be really challenging because there's things like imposter syndrome, everything that starts to creep in. But the message here, I want to say it loud and clear. If you don't ask for it, you will never get it. And it is up to you to be that voice that no one else is going to speak for you. I have gone head to head with those that I've reported directly to, and it wasn't always easy. I was challenged on it, but I knew the level of support that I was providing. I knew my value. I did not allow imposter syndrome to creep in. And I stepped into my power and I asked for it because the person on the receiving end may think that you don't have enough experience. But what is always interesting is that person, it's usually a projection of their own insecurities and they may not have gotten the chance to get to know you to understand the value that you can add to the table. And it's really sad when that happens. You should never have to prove your worth. I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, if you're someone new, but if you are constantly questioned and berated about it, at the end of the day, that's not going to make you happy. And I do encourage you to then take a look in the mirror and ask yourself, what are we doing here? And this doesn't just have to apply for work. You can be doing this in other facets of your life as well. The biggest message here that I could tell you is that what you accept, you allow. And people will treat you the way that you allow them to treat you. Because at the end of the day, you teach people how to treat you. Always remember to place yourself in situations that will support your growth. If you surround yourself in environments that don't support it, it is not for you. It is not in your best interest to continue to stay in that situation or in that environment because you are going to be stagnant. If you could take one message away from this all tonight, it would be to become your own best advocate. And you might be sitting there wondering, what does that exactly mean? So becoming your own advocate means knowing when to speak up for yourself, knowing when to ask for help. It includes asking for and accepting more responsibilities. And sometimes it is about knowing when to plead your case because pleading for yourself, it raises awareness to those around you, to the peers around you about the issues or challenges that you may be facing. Because if you never speak up, you'll never be able to cultivate the change that you so badly desire. And there's a good chance that if your peers aren't aware of your challenges, then nothing is going to change. And while self-advocacy is all about raising awareness, you do need to also have an understanding of your own self-awareness, identifying your personal goals, your personal strengths, and your needs to be able to effectively communicate to others, but in a way where it is justified. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's be honest. Our ego always tends to get in the way and you need to make sure that you are honed in on your ego. You are controlling it. You are self-aware. And it's not so big where it's the point of being unrealistic. If you're going to advocate and be your own self-advocate, you have to have a level of self-awareness to maintain the balance and to really hone in on leveling out the ego. Because ego always wants to take power. It always wants to take control. Remember that your self-advocacy is your voice, your power in level setting and creating the boundaries that you wish to achieve. So that is all I have for tonight. I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend and I will talk with you all next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the podcast like I am and love meeting different powerhouse women of all different industries, leave a review, share each episode with your friends. It only helps put us on the map. We know that as women, we propel further faster when we collaborate. And you have this voice inside of you that has been telling you that you're meant for so much more. You know it. I know it. Your time is now. What? Like it's hard? 